Shine 1049, Darren Potzer, Lorenda Ray in studio with a special guest today, and that is from the ministry Life Services. We're a huge fan of this ministry, and we have Executive Director Glendy Loringer. Welcome, Glendy. First of all, how long have you been with the ministry, and what is Life Services? Mm, I'm so glad that you guys had me here. Thank you. It is exciting to be in the studio with you, and I have been with Life Services for about four and a half years as executive director. And if you don't know who Life Services is, we uh, you will have also heard of us as My Choice Clinics. Yes, we are the same thing. The clinic is a portion of our ministry. And those who don't know what we do, we come alongside those who've been impacted by an unexpected pregnancy. We get to wrap around them uh, with long-term services uh, and short-term services. So medical care, long and short-term housing, and a mentoring program. And it's all designed with Jesus at the Center. We're a faith-based nonprofit here in Spokane. We've been here 30 years. That is incredible. So for those who don't know about Life Services, you've got your My Choice Clinic. Did you say where are you located again? You will have all driven by us. 2659 North Ash Street, right before you hit Northwest Boulevard. Oh. Big old Victorian home on the right side. Oh, yeah. Clinic and the maternity home are actually sandwiched together right there. And uh, we just purchased a home right behind our center to be our fatherhood headquarters, which I know we'll talk about in a minute. It's It's a neat location. So much of the time when it comes to unexpected pregnancy, the conversation becomes political. And we hear a lot about that on TV and the debates and the politics, the presidential elections. But for your clients at Life Services, it's intensely personal. Can you paint a picture for us about mm. the pressures that they face? Yeah. Can I give you a story, Darren? Please. Is Absolutely. that okay? Yeah. It is personal. And we see about 1,500 clients. We have anywhere between 5 and, and 20 clients who actually live in our maternity home throughout any year. Uh, One of the stories that comes to mind is a gal who experienced um, what I'm going to call a chemical uh, termination. I know we're a family-friendly station here, right? So I'm going to use family-friendly terms, maybe some that that aren't as common. A chemical termination means that a a gal is required to take a a set of pills in the clinic wherever she's, she's being serviced. Life services and My Choice Clinics do not refer for or provide any kind of termination of a pregnancy. Uh, instead, we exist to, to really support, protect, and provide for those pregnancies and those mamas. So Support life. We support life, yeah. Chemical termination, she has to take a first set of pills, and then she's sent home and told to take a second set of pills within 48 hours. And a lot of people don't realize that during COVID, chemical terminations have increased, and that they actually account for about 50% oh. of pregnancy terminations in, uh, in the Washington area. So this gal took that first set of pills and then uh, gave us a midnight phone call. We have a hotline, and so our clinic director, uh, Janine, answered the phone at midnight and talked this gal through it. She said, I don't want to do this. Is there any way out? What do I do? And we got her into the clinic the very next day, and we did an ultrasound. The hard part was that we couldn't find a heartbeat, so we didn't know Mm. if that baby was still alive. Mm. Hoping and praying, and then we sent the word out. We have a 911 prayer chain, a hotline that goes out, and we have people immediately start praying when we have gals like this. And so we had almost 300 people praying for her. And our nurse was talking with her every single day. She came back six days later. And I remember sitting in my office, and we'd been praying for this gal. She's upstairs having that second ultrasound, and the text came through, we have a heartbeat. Mm. And that little girl was born this last summer. Praise Praise the Lord. Isn't that incredible? 
And I can tell that's emotional for you. I can see it in your eyes kind of welling up there. (laughs) So much so. It's Glendy Loringer. She's the executive director of the My Choice Clinics, also Life Services right here in Spokane. And we will catch up more with her in just a few moments on Shine 104.9. So emotional on everybody involved, especially the woman that's going through this. But tell us just for a minute, Glendy, what makes Life Services and My Choice Clinics different from other clinics that are dealing with unexpected pregnancies? Mm. Probably the word change is the biggest difference, Lorinda. There's a narrative out there that says if you're facing an unexpected pregnancy, life doesn't have to change. You don't have to tell anybody. You can just terminate this pregnancy. Don't tell anybody. It doesn't have to affect school or work or family. And it's actually legal in the state of Washington for a 13-year-old to have a termination and not have to tell her parents or anybody. That's legal. We know different. We often see the gals who've who've terminated their pregnancies. And again, we're using family-friendly language here. And they're devastated. It lasts a lifetime. And, and so at Life Services, the, the approach that we take is that life is going to change. You're pregnant. And no matter what you choose, whether you choose to parent or place for adoption or terminate this pregnancy, your life is going to change. And we're going to stand with you, walk with you all the way through. We do not refer for or provide for a termination at any time, but we will process all of our options with her. And then we release her to her decision. We get to pray with her, love her. And if she decides that she wants to place for adoption, we're there with resources. If she wants to parent, we have long and short-term housing options. She can actually live with us in our maternity home. We have mentors that we plug in with her. So we want to walk with people as life changes. For yeah, them. because it, it is emotional. And these other clinics just want you know, to, to feel like there's no emotion. You can just disconnect from mm-hmm. that. But like you say, these young girls are, are emotionally devastated mm-hmm. from, from the, the termination decision. We see it every day. I think that's one of the things that gets lost in the political debate is the fact that it seems to be pitting women's choices or freedoms versus trying to limit the number of terminations and this and that. But we forget sometimes that you're really trying to protect women as well and men, not just the baby. And the baby obviously is the most important thing in many cases, but you're trying to protect women that are going to deal with a lifetime of grief and and depression and coping mechanisms that, that just go off the wall. I'm so glad you mentioned the men, Darren. I had a gentleman in my office. I've had several gentlemen in my office who, who've just been devastated by the termination that they paid for, you know, sometimes 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and I've had guys say that was my only chance at having children, and I blew it mm-hmm. because I paid for that because I so was determined at the age of 18 not to be a father yet. Mm-hmm. Shine 104.9, Lorinda Ray, Darren Potzer, and with us is Glendy Loringer. She's the executive director of Life Services here in Spokane and the My Choice Clinics. What a powerful, awesome ministry that we are huge fans of. I read a stat recently, Glendy, that said of every six pregnancies, one pregnancy in America is ended mm. and ended by, by choice. Mm-hmm. And that's incredibly sad. Six for every six, one is ended. Mm-hmm. Recap for us what Life Services does and why you are such a powerful alternative to what else is offered downtown today. Thank you for asking that. I think what we get to do is we get to bring long and short-term care to both a mom, the dad-to-be, and the baby. We really see the three people in the in the equation of an unplanned pregnancy as neither one is more important than the other. Glendy, I heard you launched a fatherhood program. And how does fatherhood play into the picture for someone facing an unexpected 
pregnancy. I'm a dad, and so I can kind of relate to the dad's mm-hmm. part in this, this equation. So I love that, that you brought up fatherhood. This is probably one of our favorite, favorite pieces. We uh, bought a, a house, a fatherhood headquarters. We launched a fatherhood program. And it's all because uh, we realize that so often the, the fathers-to-be have lost their voice and their choice. They've been told it's her body, it's her choice, you have no voice in the matter. Mm. However, we all know that it takes two to tango, right? It took two to make this baby. It should take two to decide what to do. Are we going to parent? Are we going to place for adoption? Or often they decide that they want to terminate, but it shouldn't be just one choice. So there's a stat out there that 83% of women who have chosen to terminate their pregnancies would have carried that baby to term if he had stood by them. Mm. We want to stand by our young men. We want to give them back their voice. We want to help them connect with with their girlfriend. And so we created this fatherhood program. We have an incredible group of tw- about 20 different mentors uh, who connect with their dads, and they just do shoulder-to-shoulder activities, take them for, through fatherhood classes, through parenting classes, and have been mentoring them, saying, you can do this. You didn't plan to be a dad? Okay, but life's going to change, and I'm going to stand with you all the way through. As a dad, I can kind of relate to that a bit because, you know, if if we just say it's solely a woman's choice, but from a dad's perspective, like you said, it takes two to have this baby. And so there must be some part ownership. If my wife, for instance, went off and and had a termination of a life that I had helped create and felt part ownership and love towards, that'd be tremendously devastating to not have any involvement or any opportunity to save that life. It's it's incredibly hard on the guys, like I, I mentioned a minute ago, guys who've, who've paid for, had a part in a termination, are devastated. But one of the things that I see in these gals' eyes, we can be sitting with them in the clinic and they've had their ultrasound and they realize they're faced with this tremendous decision, what do I do? And if the guy abdicates his role in that, we see a change in her face. This, it's this defeat that comes over her. You see that she wants him to speak in. She wants him to tell her, we can do this, and I'm standing with you. And when he abdicates and says, it's all on you, babe, we just Mm. see this defeat come over her. It's such a heavy decision to have to make by herself. I mean, there are situations where he's not around or maybe he's not a safe person to make that decision with, and we walk with a gal through that. But where the guy is present, we want to give him back his voice and part of the choice in the matter. Well, and maybe some of the reasons why the men are just advocating, maybe they're fearful, mm-hmm. maybe they're unsure, and mm-hmm. they're not prepared for this at all, especially if they're young, they hadn't even thought about it. Right. And so I think this is tremendous that you have some programs to help educate the men. You know, we, we are typically educating the women on how to handle these things, but what about the guys? I mean, they're supposed to be the leaders, and they need to be the strength, and they need to be that pillar there for the woman. And this is tremendous that you're offering services to help that man do Mm -hmm. that at whatever age he's at. It's Shine 104.9 in Spokane and Coeur d'Alene with Lorenda Ray, Darren Potzer, Glendy Loringer of Life Services is our guest today. And what an important organization through Life Services, uh, bringing free medical, long-term housing and short-term housing, and open and honest 
communication regarding unplanned pregnancies. Mm -hmm. And we thank you again, Glendy, for being our guest today on Shine 104.9. It's an honor to be here, Lorinda. Now, you have your own story. Share your story with our audience about your unplanned pregnancy. I do. I found myself pregnant at 17, and I faced so many of the pressures that we see our, our gals today. It was right before I was supposed to head off to college, so I had to consider what I was going to do, and I really felt backed into a corner by my circumstances. Felt like I had no other choice but to choose to terminate my pregnancy, mm -hmm. so I did four days before I went off to college. And then I went off to, the, to college, and I was a mess. Uh, I everything from promiscuity to alcohol and, and drugs, and it was, it was an intense time. The amazing thing is, I met a guy who introduced me to Jesus, and Jesus, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, through some incredible circumstances, healed me of the guilt and the shame uh, of the termination, and we're using family-friendly language here, so I terminated the pregnancy. But Jesus showed me I still have a son in heaven, and I stand forgiven for that. And it started me on this path to want to help other people find that same kind of freedom. Mm -hmm. And so it's why I'm at Life Services and why I get to do what I do in helping people kind of slow down their thinking and really examine the fact that a pregnancy is a life created by, by God. Yes, the world seems to want us want to communicate that this it's this life tragedy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's worse than a brain tumor, but it's not. It's a gift from God. Mm -hmm. God has blessed you with this amazing child, and it's a miracle. Absolutely, absolutely, Glendy. If someone's experienced uh, their own termination and they're hurting, they're healing, they feel that guilt. What advice or resources does Life Services offer? We have a partner organization called SRT Services, and they provide uh, six to eight week healing groups for people who've been impacted by either abortion. I'm going to actually use that word, sexual trauma or miscarriage. So I went through um, through another healing group, and I'll tell you what God did in that was incredible, took off layer after layer of guilt and shame and, and really helped me realize that, that the life that I had of my son, I named him Timothy, is important and that Timothy's with the Lord and I get to be with him someday. And so that's what, that, what my healing group uh, helped me discover. And so that's where we would point uh, people who've experienced terminated pregnancies, sexual trauma, miscarriage. A lot of times all three of those go hand in hand with a lot of the same symptoms. Mm -hmm. Glendy Loringer is our guest today, and she's with the My Choice Clinics here in Spokane, and she's the executive director of Life Services. Such a fascinating topic, such a divisive and hot potato of a topic, and we're <laughs> going to catch up more with Glendy in just a few moments here on Shine 104.9. And Glendy Loringer of Life Services, and we have been talking about a very traumatic discussion today about going through a termination of an unplanned pregnancy, mm -hmm. but that there is hope through this amazing organization of Life Services to bring education to uh, the mothers and the fathers as well to mm -hmm. make the best choices. Now, tell us a little bit about the feelings you had been going through before you found Christ. Oh, I was a mess. I, I was a potty-mouthed young woman who basically hopped from guy to guy. And uh, I met my husband who, now he wasn't my husband then, but led me to Jesus. And kind of the, the beautiful part of this side of the story, uh, you know, I had chosen term, to terminate the pregnancy at 17. And then I lived with the guilt of that for 16 years. Mm. Almost lost my marriage, almost lost my two kiddos. Mm. And uh, it was in a friend leading me through 
basically asking me to walk her back through the day of the termination, what it was like. And in that, telling her that story, I said the words, it was just 2.2 ounces of tissue. It wasn't a baby. And in speaking out that lie, I, I had a vision. I'd never had a vision before mm. of this white wall lifting. And I saw Jesus standing there behind it, holding a baby. And I heard him speak to me. And he said, it wasn't just tissue, Glendy. He was a baby. He was your son. And you'll be with him in heaven someday. And my friend just challenged me to ask the Lord's forgiveness, to forgive myself. And then I named my son Timothy. So that's how I know that I have a, a little boy in heaven. Well, I have to let our listeners know, bring them in on this on this story of my life about years ago when I had been assaulted myself mm. and experienced the very same thing and had this unplanned pregnancy as a result of, of an assault. And uh, it was it was devastating, I, I gotta tell you. And everybody around me, my, my coworkers, my friends, my mom, everybody was telling me, oh, you can't have this child. You don't know who the guy was. You can't have this child. And I was losing sleep at night. I didn't know what to do. And finally decided, well, I guess this is what I have to do. And do you know, I made the decision. I did have a coworker go with me to hold my hand. I was in an emotional basket case. Yeah. And the nurses were yelling at me. Oh, Lorinda, it I'm was so a sorry. very traumatic thing. And when when I hear you talk about how they say, "Oh, it's just no no big deal," you know, you'll go on with your life. It's not that way at all. It's, it's not very that way traumatic. At all. You're just in and out. You know, hurry up, don't complain, don't whine. And there's no emotion. There's no compassion. And then you're just left to fend for yourself, mm -hmm. and you, you feel like you can't talk about it with other people. Nobody really wants to hear about it. And I gotta tell you, it's been a, a lifelong journey myself of, of healing. And I did not have a vision like you did. I've always had that sense, and I think about it every day. I just have that sense that when I go to heaven, Christ is gonna be holding, just like the same thing you, Christ is gonna be holding my son, and I will hold him for the first time. Yes, you will, I absolutely. I believe you will. I'm so honored that you would share that with Darren and I. How powerful. Yeah. So I think, you know, you've got two stories here from women that say, no, it is definitely an emotional experience. It's not just it's not just a simple surgery. It's not no. just a tumor to be removed with a simple surgery. We're talking about a baby and a mama knows that it's a baby and mm -hmm. knows what she's doing. And yeah. sometimes when she feels back to into a corner, she makes that decision. One of the things that, that you often hear is in women who are in your situation, they've been assaulted. How could they bring a child into the world from a situation mm -hmm. like that? Mm -hmm. And what we see in our My Choice clinics and at Life Services is that a, a terminated pregnancy is traumatic. An assault is traumatic. So if you add a termination onto an assault, mm -hmm. you're compounding yes. trauma with oh, trauma. Absolutely. And it actually extends the healing farther out for a young woman. But when we see a woman, especially in a situation like that, who against all odds and against all, like you were getting all this advice, against everybody else's advice says, no, this is a child and I'm gonna choose to give him or her life. We see a resilience born in them. And the, the incredible thing for you, Lorinda, and for me, is that there is healing available. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the one who offers that. Yes, he does, and he'll take away the guilt. He will. And he will bring healing because, yes, in, a, in an assault situation, first you're devastated by being assaulted. Right. And then you're devastated with the guilt of what you've done with that baby. Right. And so, yeah, but there is hope in Jesus Christ. There is hope. 
Yeah, we've had our nurses who've gone down after an assault like that and been at the at the hospital with the gals and and walked them long term through. I think that's one of the privileges that we have in our ministry is being able to walk with gals who've been in a situation much like you described, Lorinda, and uh, and been able to walk with them long term and help them find the resourcing, the counseling, the healing, the groups. And thank goodness that there's an organization like yours that does that because those services are so, so needed to bring Mm -hmm. strength and healing to these women that have been, if you're making these difficult decisions in what to do with your unplanned pregnancy and to bring education to everybody involved. Shine 104.9, we have a special guest in studio with us today, Lorinda Ray, Darren Potzer, and Executive Director Glendy Loringer with Life Services and the My Choice Clinics here in downtown Spokane. Glendy, so often the argument is that pro-lifers in this debate only care about this issue before birth, but don't do anything for the mother and the baby after the birth itself. But I see your ministry as a Christian ministry doing tremendous things for mothers and their babies before and after birth. Tell us about that. We have wraparound services. We really view that there are three people involved in an unplanned pregnancy, a mother, a father, and the child. And so any reason that she gives that she feels she may have to terminate the pregnancy, we bring the love of Jesus and a practical solution. She just got kicked out of her apartment by her boyfriend. We have a maternity home she can move into where she can reset, find solid footing as as she becomes a parent. We have counselors. We partner with Genesis Institute, so many organizations we partner with uh, to provide counseling for our gals. A lot of times they come with some, some pretty big issues. She said she was assaulted. We've got counselors. We've got uh, resourcing there. She said she she's going to lose her job. We have resources there. Uh, we have long-term housing plans uh, where we recruit host homes from, from our churches and the Christian community. We have a host home network of families that will take our, our gals in, the gals and their babies, and continue the work we've been doing in the maternity home. We have adoption referral. Probably the primary one is a child's hope. And so it is just our privilege to really walk us alongside and wrap around both the mother and the father and support them all the way through. We realize change doesn't happen overnight when when you are really trying to help somebody find solid footing, solid change in their lives. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes, I'm going to use the word long suffering <laughs> with people. And so that's really what our staff and our volunteers seek to do. And you were mentioning earlier that you've been around for 30 years. We have. 30 years. <laughs> and this is your 30th year, right? It is. And so I assume you had a big celebration. We did. We decided that uh, we were going to do something a little bit different this year. Instead of doing a big fundraiser, inviting in some big name, we held a conference for Spokane. We pulled together all of these partner ministries that we've been doing uh, doing ministry with for years. Uh, Spokane Fatherhood Initiative, A Child's Hope, uh-huh. uh, SRT Services, uh, Project 619, HRC. I know you know a lot of these names. Yeah. And we put on a conference together. Life Services spearheaded it. And it was really addressing uh, meaningful conversations conversations around faith, family, and sexuality. And so our our entire goal was just to bring an awareness uh, to 
what hangs people up sometimes, and also bring resources, local and practical resources, with the connection to the local church. So we held that in October, and the reason I wanted to bring that up is because we launched that online, so you can take uh, the content uh, kind of in measured doses. We had some incredible speakers, 23 different speakers on a variety of topics, everything from toxic relationship to, to parenting to pornography to fatherhood. Will this be available to listen to on your website? And what is that? Our website is lifeservices.org. But to get to the conference, you can go to renovationconference.com and you can get all the information uh, for the online conference there. Their website again, lifeservices.org, or the conference website again, Glendy? Renovationconference.com. And we will wrap up with Glendy. She's the executive director of Life Services. In just a few moments, you're listening to Spokane Shine 1049. Glendy, before we get into your final thoughts, as a listener, I've been listening to your testimony and the different things you've shared today. How could I plug in and bless and help the ministry of Life Services? Like Lorinda said, we are a 501c3. We're a nonprofit. We receive no government funding for what we do. We're completely supported by individual donors and businesses. And so that's definitely one of the ways. I'll give you a real practical one. We have two different minivans that we cart our our gals around from our maternity home. Both of those are tanking, so we're in need of a new van. But other practical ways, we have volunteer opportunities for both guys and gals, either fatherhood or motherhood mentors. We have advocates that meet with our clinic clients. First thing, they're kind of the the first people, the first touch into our ministry. So many other volunteer opportunities, just a, a couple hours or long term host homes. We always need host homes. So all of those opportunities are on our website at lifeservices.org. My final thoughts. Can I, can I just give you a final thought on, you asked me earlier about life and choice, how political it goes. I think that often shuts us down and it polarizes us, so we don't even bring up the conversation. Lorinda, you were so incredibly brave to share your story. We don't do that very often. And so for your listeners, Darren and Lorinda, I would just suggest we have more conversations like this. Find that courage within to bring this up, with, especially with our kids. We would never find ourselves you saying, you better not. If you get pregnant, you better not, because oftentimes that's exactly where our kids run to, is those, uh, those decisions about unplanned pregnancy. Have conversations, candid conversations about what people believe about life and choice and termination of pregnancy. Where does us humans being born in the image of, of God, where does that play into the whole conversation? I think it's important for us to start bringing those conversations back around, especially in our families and in those who are in our sphere of influence. Mm, Absolutely. You know, my daughter, my youngest daughter just turned 15, and we have these conversations all the time. We we have conversations about what if a young girl, not Mm -hmm. necessarily her specifically, but what if a young girl Mm -hmm. uh, has an unplanned pregnancy? You know, how do we avoid having unplanned pregnancies? Mm -hmm. And what kind of what kind of life do we want to lead? What kind of decisions do we want to make in life? And what are the consequences or the blessings of certain decisions? So we have have had these 
conversations and they're very open and mm-hmm. so like my mom and I we never had these co- oh no you did not talk about these types of topics <laughs> with my mother <laughs> but I think with my daughters we have pretty open conversations so um, you know I have one daughter that did have an unplanned pregnancy mm-hmm. and he's going to be two years old in January you know she's married to the father now and it's turned out to be a huge blessing and then my other 15 year old we have open conversations and you know she she definitely knows what she would do if she was ever confronted with a situation so yeah I think I would only add if you make a mistake and you're a young person or a you know whatever age don't compound that mistake that's been made by making an even bigger mistake mm. of having a termination of a precious life right I mean ultimately this is a life and and will be a precious life give God the opportunity to create something beautiful Absolutely. out of this And just one other thought I would add is so often we hear this, you know, it's my body, it's my choice. But at some point, we have to recognize that there is a life here. Mm -hmm. Two lives walk into a clinic and only one leaves, right? There's, There's another life. You have been blessed by God to house this little life. You are housing it for a time, but like when you have guests staying at your home and in some ways that baby's staying in your home for a short time, it wouldn't give you the right to terminate the guests staying at your home. They're your guests and view it as God's incredible gift to have that opportunity for a short period of time. I think when we enter in honestly with where our heart's at, civilly, really respecting where the person sitting across from us is coming from, and definitely with compassion, knowing that they have a story. I think that's really the best approach. One other final thing I would say is, I don't know that I've ever met anybody, and myself included, who was facing an unplanned pregnancy, who didn't feel coerced, manipulated, forced into choosing to terminate. And so remembering that, that our situations or the people in our lives have pushed us in that direction. And so if that's you, having grace for yourself and really seeking healing because healing is available. Glendy Loringer, the Executive Director of Life Services. First of all, thank you for the tremendous work that you guys are doing Mm -hmm. and changing lives, saving lives. And uh, lifeservices.org is their website if you'd like to learn more about their organization. So uh, thank you so very much for being with us today. It was such an honor, you too. Thank you. Shine 104.9.